Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Double O-T, Terrific Trav. How you fellas doing today? Hey, we here. Oh, we ain't here, you, D. Yeah, D, what are you doing? This is it. <laughs> hey, Michael came and snatched that core right mm-hmm. on. I was just like, right on up. Hear me for real? Hello? Oh, there you yeah, go. We can hear you now. Oh, hey man, we're ready to rock. No, Bagheera attacked my damn my microphone. Mm-mm. A little you gotta be careful, man. Can't, you know, you gotta be PG careful. podcast. I can't call one. Hey. I want to call. You got to handle with that bare necessities. God, and damn. I mean, uh-huh. Damn, Bagheera, you supposed to be the chill one. Hey, but we got you back though. Yeah, here we and are. That's all that matters. Hey, and like I like to say, we're ready to rock. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hey, Aren't we are ready to rock. rock. You know, we have somebody joining us up here today. You know, I I love it because I feel like, you know, these last couple of interviews that we've done, you know, we've interviewed people that have, you know, been close to Virginia, you know, close to 757. But this person that we're interviewing today, they are actually from Virginia, you know, and, you know, I'm I'm really happy. I'm really happy because Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, Whenever I would watch a TV show or a movie, and when I would find out that somebody was from Virginia, I'd be like, dang, man, if they could make it to Hollywood, then maybe I could make it to Hollywood. You know, mm-hmm. it's like maybe Virginia isn't the, you know, last train home. And joining us today is voice actress Jamie Gray. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking with her and hearing her story and whatnot. You know, V up, what is it, two up, two down? Two up, there two we, down. Two up, two down. Two up, he said V up. Down. I was going to say, hey, look, I was about to make my own thing. I was about to say, V up, A down. Hey, why doesn't anybody say that? Hey, I'm pointing that. Atlanta going to be coming Try for you. Come on, John, around the corner. Hey. <laughs> but no, but uh, before we get into today's interview, please make sure that you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. You know, give us those five stars because those really do help mm-hmm. us. And uh, here is a word from our sponsor. Golden Eat Tattoo. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, for all your nerd-related tattoos. Leading the area, that is Miss Denise and her team. If you call over there and you mention leveling up banks, you get 10% off your tattoo. That number is going to be 757-465-1010. Call them today. And we have an awesome guest joining us today, and that is voice actress Jamie Gray. Jamie, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. Thank you for having me. I'm in a good mood, so, you know, that's always good. So I got the aliens Hell on yeah. the shirt or so. Is uh-huh. that aliens? You know what this shirt is, though? Uh, oh. Is that? Hold on. Come on now. Uh, Four Metal Alchemist? No, no. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Studio Ghibli. Do you know any Studio Ghibli Hayao Miyazaki films? Yeah, of course. Well, yes. Pratt, well yeah, I, I haven't seen all of them. But I mean, have you seen any more recently? Like, you have to like know certain things about the show or the movie, but this is from Princess Mononoke. Oh. These are the Kodama, uh, the Japanese spirits, but that movie's okay. classic. Mm-hmm. Classic. Okay, yeah. Jason and everything. It's, Bro, yeah. I ain't seen that movie in like 20 years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was about to say, yeah. I, I, uh, I just started my Studio Ghibli uh, journey because I've, yeah, I've seen did. Kiki's Delivery Service. I don't know if you can see, but I got Gigi right behind me on the mm-hmm. show. Um, but well, yeah. Here. Okay. But I see everything else. I see all the uh, DBZ. You know, that's my, that's my, uh-huh. my I see Boondock, hey. all of it. My hero. Hey I, hey, I saw when you was on the red carpet premiere. I saw right. it. It's one of the photos oh. in the background. You know, oh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to okay. talk about it. 
And Trav, your tip of the day. Hey, man, you need a belt? <laughs> Hit the dude on the corner because he got you. <laughs> a staple in the community right there. Hey, staple hey, in right. the community. Hey, That's they right. be having the treats, the, the, the treats. juices, the, the ices, everything, man. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this. So, Jamie, the first thing that we ask all of our guests up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is what is your origin story? Every hero or villain has one. So tell everybody who you are. Whew, which arc am I in right now? We in the pain life, arc right life now. Life throws some curveballs at you. But um, my origin story, I mean, it all starts with a dream, right? And then, you know, I'm from Virginia originally. Hey, so. We know. We know B-A. where you're from. Hey, B-A. Hey, what part of Virginia are you from? Um, So to be specific, because you know we got to be specific. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm from Richmond, but oh, I'm from oh, okay. Henrico okay. County to be specific. Oh, Henrico. So, Henrico County. Okay. <laughs> Henrico. We get, you Henrico. Know what That's what yeah. it is. Hey, hey. Well, just to let mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because when well, you're from Virginia, the only part that really matters is the 757 and everything right. else outside the 757. Say, we don't mess with the 804 cats up yeah, we don't mess with <laughs> Well, you know, I, went to, I don't know if y'all knew, I went to Hampton. So I had the okay. 757 for a couple years. Right, you know, for a while. The real H. But anyway, yeah, sorry. Um, Virginia, that's where it kind of all began. Um, I've been a huge anime, animation, cartoon, video game fan for the longest time since I was like five or six. And every time I watch a show, I, I wanted to put myself in there as if I was part of them, like Teen Titans. I was a Titan. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell me, me otherwise, too. right? Like, I was another honorary member. Um, but right. I immersed myself in that culture from the fan fictions to, you know, everything. I was obsessed, but it was a passion for me. And I didn't think of it as nerdy either. It was just something I truly loved. And I was like, one day I would love to voice in this. And it wasn't until later on, Probably like around 2013, 2014, where I was like, yo, I really want to do this, but how? So I, you know, I my, took my due diligence. I, you know, got all the paperwork together, started shipping my car out to LA. I had job interviews lined up. Like you, I was laser focused. And um, I knew to be out in LA, you got to have money. And I was like, would you rather be bored and miserable and in Virginia or, you know, shooting your shot and, and chasing your dreams in LA? And so I made that decision there, read a lot of self-help books to get my mind right, you know, and I had my own money. It was not mommy and daddy's money. You know, they're just not that type of parents where they're like, here you go. They're like, how are you going to get there? Mm -hmm. So I had the whole plan and it was like two months prior before my move, like Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, so I'm moving to L.A. I know where I'm staying. I have job interviews lined up and I already have the company that's going to ship my car out. So I was good. And um. It was a journey, but it was worth it. And man, um, I would say 2018 was when I first officially got paid professionally to do voiceover, e-learning, you know, that was great pay, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But then 2020 was like where it really shut off and it was like animation. Like I finally got that chance. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a good origin story. Right, you know, right. Now you, I want to clap too loud because the you, mic yeah, right hey, here. Uh-huh, because you know. hey, it's not too often that we have our own up here on who's, mm-hmm. uh, no, I was about to say, who's that cosplayer? Leveling up with Benjamin Banks. But uh, no, you know, congrats to you, man. Like that was an awesome origin story. You got out of literally split Virginia and, you know, you got over to LA and then you already had a plan. You know, it's just like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You know, you set out on the adventure, and then you got to. Not like One Piece, but yeah, definitely. Uh, I see, one piece. 
You walked into that one. You walked nah, into that. I did it. I mean, I mean, she had a bizarre. Adventure. You said set and she... sail on an adventure. I mean, that's pirate territory, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Strike that. <laughs> this guy. But no, but uh, Trav, I want to pass the ball to you. Go ahead, sir. That's right. So, I right, so like we said, we're from the 757. You know, we're down here in the Hampton Roads, Chesapeake. They from Norfolk, you know. That's a whole nother debate right there. That's a whole nother discussion. So we're going to skip past it. <laughs> Helicopter but, ride away. Hey, that that's scary, though, man. That's the other. We're talking on the other side of the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. East Coast, West Coast. You're flying yeah. over there. Um, you talk about these job interviews you ha- had lined up. Like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about in this field you had lined up? Or are we talking about job jobs? I'm talking job jobs because it's like, think about Virginia. Let's mm-hmm. be real. It's cheaper to live in Virginia. And at the yeah. time I had just graduated and let's, let's not go into age, but anyway, I had just graduated. <laughs> and um, I was like, I need a job and I know I need a job in Virginia. So how am I going to move to LA without any money? Like, what am I going to do? So I, in my mind, especially because of how I grew up, my parents are baby boomers. Mm-hmm. You got to have a real job and all that. So it wasn't yeah. for them. But I was like, no, that's real. Like, I like having benefits. I like having money in the bank and in my savings. I like having PTO, paid time off. And so I was like, that's what I need. And it, it, it definitely took a while. You know, I did some contract jobs. Um, my job interviews were for like a banking. I sucked at banking. I was at a bank in Virginia. That was my first full-time job. And I wasn't good at it. I realized like what my strengths and weaknesses were. My drawer was always out of balance. Like I was just like, I'm not going to make it here. So, um, I was happy to to move to LA, but, um, I was like, I need that extra money working part-time. I know is not going to cut it. And for some people it does, but for me, it doesn't. And I think that's so important for someone to realize on their adventure, on their journey, because, I like having nice things. I like I being able to travel yeah. and save money because I'm telling you, like, life is not fun when you don't have money. I totally, I totally right. understand. I'd be a go getter. I go get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they said, it turned red with Ford Town. You won it? <laughs> nah, we don't know that one. What, what it's movie like, is that? It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like this dude, Trav. <laughs> It's just like you you can sing the song with me when you want to, but then when, I, when we up here, you don't never want to sing it, man. It, it hurts my feelings. Bro. I was singing in person with you, neither, you know. No, nah, you were singing oh it last gosh. night. I was definitely not easy. singing it last night. Children, children. <laughs> I'm just trying to set the record straight, D. He's trying right. to play me on camera. <laughs> I'm letting it I know, Trav will sing with us, but okay, but, but D. All right, I'll pass the ball to you now because I have another question. But go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to slide over to a very dear subject to us all. Video gaming, anime, uh, cartoons, all that stuff. Who are some of your favorite cartoon characters? Cartoon characters? I like how you did it. Cartoon, yeah. Cartoon characters. Well, number one is Vegeta. Like, hands Mm. down, across Mm. the board. I think he has some of the best, most beautiful character development. I used to make anime hmm. music videos back in the day. Oh, like, hey, hey, AMVs. But you know, Funimation wasn't having that. So they had, uh-huh. had this before I knew the rules, right? But it was getting views, but I, that was my passion. I would like go around my dorm showing people. And I, when I think about how corny <laughs> that is. Now, what, <laughs> what songs was you using though? I, were you it. using Lincoln Park? <laughs> oh, man. The songs... So they were all about Vegeta, and I think I did one on Bleach. But um, the songs, like, you know, I'm an eclectic listener. So one of them was, like, from a musical theater song. 
Um, from rent, it's yeah, oh, that's yeah, okay. Even that rent, hey, we know about that rent. Yeah, um, another one was like Tal Cruz. Like you know, it's, I was young. Ooh, I love some Tal Cruz you though, know, bro. He got that. some jams. <laughs> and I think yeah, another one was like Alicia Keys. Yeah, it's just and then other ones were like uh, top twenty five favorite or funniest moments. Mm-hmm. Corny, cheesy, but I was young and it was passionate. You know, yeah. it is what it is. I, I'm, I have no shame. Um, oh, but yeah, Gina, hands down, he is. Such an incredible character, even just his fight and just everything that he's gone through with his father and his planet Mm -hmm. and trying to be the best. To me, I'm more motivated by Vegeta than Goku or any other character. Mm -hmm. Um, And then see, this is hard because I already know Vegeta like hands down. Oh, okay. If it were to be like cartoon cartoons uh, wise, I would say, okay, one of them is Pepper Ann. Yeah, they do. They forget forget about her. And I'm like, she was such a one of a kind character. Yep. Especially mm-hmm. back then. There were not a lot of tomboys with red hair, mm-hmm. weird outfits. You know, she she definitely um helped me throughout my journey. And I'm like, is there one more? I'd hate to miss one because I'm that person where I'm like, it'll drive me I nuts. That. Um, I mean, it has to be somebody from Teen Titans, right? Oh, it could be. Oh, no, no. Mm, I'm not going to use Teen Titans, though, no. Um, yeah, don't let him pick for you. You know what I right, mean? I didn't right. pick. I just <laughs> said I mean, because, hey, hey, because she mentioned Teen Titans early on. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, real know, talk. Like, it, it, it stuck out to me, you know? Um, yeah. Dang, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. And if it comes to yeah, me, that's fine. I'll right. say it again. That's fine. We're good it's with two. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't go. expect Pepper Ann, though, so already yeah, I wasn't gonna, like, uh-huh. I didn't either, but I was like, you know, we already gave anime, so I was like, let's do like a yeah. real like a real cartoon, mm-hmm. and she's pretty iconic. For yeah. Sure. Two mm-hmm. is um two is good. I wasn't going to do anything crazy like ask you to give us your the top, top 25, like Banks Like yeah, Fast. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Try <laughs> your top 10 characters. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, since we were here, because like <laughs> I was thinking about this question because I haven't asked it in a while, but, uh, you know, give me your top five Disney <laughs> movies of all time. Give me Ooh. a top five. Okay, okay. Oh, see, and now I just thought of another character. But see, it's it's Disney. You know, I'm like, dang, I should go yeah. like Network or Nickelodeon. But I'll just say it just for villain, Ursula. Ursula. Mm, okay. Ursula's scarier than um Scar. She's Superman. Facts, Whoa. Bro, facts. Uh, like, I Scar- think they're even, only because, I mean, Scar had like a whole stampede. That was messed up against your brother. Yeah. But and Scar, and does, Scar won't no threat brother. for real. He won't bout nothing. Exactly, yeah, but yeah, Ursula is two different types of villains. Yeah. Like, anyway, so yeah, Ursula. Yeah. But, um, okay. Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Lion King. Uh-huh. You know, classics. Classic. Um, who? This race starts to get hard. The last two. Mm-hmm. Lion King. I have a feeling I know what one of them is going to be, but I don't. What do you think say it is? Is, I know a Goofy movie got to be up in there. Yes! Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely on there. And I'm like, I would say Try a Goofy movie before an extremely Goofy movie. Love them both. I mean, I'll let it slide, but technically, Goofy movie's not a Disney movie. I hate people like this. It, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not uh, under the Disney animation. Like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But still, it's like the classics, and it's like Disney yeah. classics. Oh, for sure. But a Goofy movie, for sure. Um, and and the, sequel, the, the fact that the sequel was still good, you know, that's rare. So that'll be four. And then the last one. <laughs> you can go and say Wally. <laughs> no, it's not Wally. It's not Wally. Dang. Um, Wally. Mm. It's going to be. 
These are the these are the hard questions. That's a hard not, one because it's like your top because you know I still I still keep up with all the Disney shows and movies. Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets tough. I would just be like miraculous, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. hey, hey, if you want to, if you wanted to count, it can count. Like that's right. There's nobody it's here that can stop plus. you. Yeah, it is. All right, we'll, we'll say miraculous. And then if another one comes exactly. up, I'll just let you, oh, Mulan. That's another good one. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, see, I want to say Mulan because that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, like the song hey, look, classic. Hey, look, if anybody, if anybody comes after you, you got me, your boy, the number one <laughs> hero, Azuku Midoriya. Then you got Rebellious D, a.k.a. Red X. You know, that's who we cosplay as. Okay. When you had mentioned Teen Titans, D, you know, he cosplays as uh, Red X from uh, Teen Titans. Okay. And then, you know, me, it's like I cosplay as Deku, or sometimes mm-hmm. I cosplay as Jotaro. And then Trav, he just cosplays as himself, you know? Yeah, that's all I, mean, I can be like, is myself, bro. That's all I can be is myself. And that's his message to the kids. That's his message. Just be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> you, you. I've actually dabbled in some cosplay a little bit. Like, I've done AX, um, Anime Expo. I did Bulma. That's all I've nice. done. Really. Um, Maleficent. Yeah, that's about it. But oh, I hope we'll get some more cons again. Well, you know, something I want to piggyback off of what you were saying, because you had mentioned that Vegeta was one of your favorite characters of all time. And, you know, just like we were talking about before the interview started, you were at the premiere for My Hero Academia, World Hero, yeah. not World Heroes mission, um, Two Heroes, sorry. Yeah. Right? Two Heroes, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, two Heroes, yeah. Sometimes it gets confused with the names, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, it gets confused with the names. And, you know, you actually got to talk and meet with Christopher Sabbath himself, yeah. the voice of Vegeta, the voice of All Might, the voice of mm-hmm. our childhood. So, like, yeah, how was it, that. you know, having that moment? Iconic. When I say I went to that premiere specifically to see Christopher Sabbath, because mm-hmm. um, basically the way it works is, like, they'll give us assignments. And there's a whole bunch of hosts that After Buzz had. And so I was like, okay, I got to be there. I got to be there, uh, especially since he's going to be there. Because I've been to Anime Expo where I thought he would be there and he wasn't. Right. Mm-hmm. I already knew what Christopher Sabat looked like 20 years ago. That's how like big of a fan I was. I knew what he looked like 20 years ago. <laughs> so um, I was like, I have to go to this premiere to where I was like, love everybody else that was there. But I was only focused on meeting Christopher Sabat. I When you're on a red carpet and you're interviewing people, sometimes you have to be like, hey, Chris. All right, can I interview? Because like you got to be able to get that shot. And sometimes you only get one question or maybe they'll let yeah. you. It really depends on the award show, right? But um, <clears throat> or the carpet. But it was amazing to meet him. I was so nervous. I have interviewed stars from like Robert De Niro to Megan Thee Stallion and Christopher Sabat. I was most nervous to meet because he was the voice of my childhood and my favorite character. I was shaking the whole time. I don't know if you could even tell, but I was like, can Okay. And I was like, Jamie, just listen, just listen. Like his daughter is there, hero. I mean, his daughter, hero. And I'm like, trying to make sure I don't hit her with the mic and all these things. But I I got through it and I told him at the end, I was like, we're going to work together one day. And he was like, yeah, you know, make sure you get on the list or whatever. I'm going to get on that list. But um, it's amazing to like know people who have worked with him and be in such close proximity because a few months later after that, I ended up, um, you know, being in animation and like, now me and Christopher Sabat, we're on the same roster, like mm-hmm. uh, for, for uh, VO agents. Like, mm-hmm. and nice. this is so um, <clears throat> cheesy of me, but like, cause he's with other VO um, agents as well. But on the roster, our names are like right beside each other. I know that's, hey. but I'm like, hey. oh my gosh. Like it's, it's iconic for me and it's a blessing. And for me, because after that night I bawled my eyes out. Like I was shaking, crying. Cause I was like, I met him. And I, you know, that's why, 
for voice actors, it's so important for us to realize the impact that our work has, because Mm -hmm. even for me, I'm still getting used to this, you know, and um, I have to remind myself daily and constantly, you are that girl, like you're doing it. You're not trying, you're doing it. And Mm -hmm. it's important to validate yourself. I love it. So so pretty much you, uh, you had your Azuku Midoriya moment. Yeah, like yeah. oh my <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. No, I don't I, no, I'll go. My, my career, yeah, but like it, it all happened, it all blossomed. So yep. it's amazing. It's so amazing. No, it's I good totally to have those moments that feeling, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, because it's like I'm a professional wrestler, and <laughs> it's like I've had the opportunity to, you know, meet some of the people who I grew up watching on TV. And one of the dream people, it's, it was two people that I wanted to meet. And one, unfortunately, I'll, I'll never be able to meet because he passed away, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. But the yeah, rock, brother. Wayne Johnson, like that's, like he's the reason why I even started watching wrestling uh, back okay, in the late yeah. 90s. And like, that's that's my dream. My dream is to meet him one day. If I can work with him one day, it would be awesome. I feel like Anything that you want to do in life, you need to always speak it into existence because Absolutely. if you don't speak it into existence, then I feel like it's never going to happen. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. And it's like, there's there's always nuance to everything because, you know, I'm always on Twitter, like looking at all the, the deep quotes and stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I would hear contradicting messages like, well, you know, don't tell everybody everything, you know, make sure you keep it quiet because the evil eye. And I do think that things like that can be true. You don't want to tell all your business oh, yeah. to everybody. However, have confidence in what you want and what you say that you're going to do. So like when I said I was going to move to LA, I had people say that I wasn't going to move, but I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know what I'm capable of. Like mm-hmm. I have all this lined up. I know what I'm doing. It's already set in stone. I, like I'm moving. So it doesn't matter if they say anything else, but like, let's say if right. we're still getting stages, you just got to know when to speak and when to keep it on mute. So but yeah. like you have to have the confidence to be like, yeah, this is happening. Like, I know I'm going to book a lead role in an anime one day. No one can tell me otherwise. I already feel it deep in my soul. I don't know when, but it, it's going to happen. You know, same with video games. Like I fully believe in myself. My talent is out of this world and I just need other people to, you know, recognize that. And they do, but it's like, I yeah. have to continue to get my name out there and it'll happen. I feel that a thousand percent, not even banks with the 100 percent. I'm talking about a thousand. <laughs> no, and You know, I want to piggyback off of that because, you know, before we brought you up here when we were preparing and whatnot, like I listened to your demo reel and like I agree, like you have an amazing voice and like yeah, you have so sure. much range. So mm-hmm. it's like I just love your energy and I love that it's just like you have a plan just like how you left from Virginia. You know, you had your naysayers. I feel like anything that you want to do in life, you're always going to have people that are just like, oh, do you really want to do that? I mean, because I I know my mom, even when I was just like, I wanted to be a wrestler, you know, at first she was just like, oh, like, do you really want to do that? You know, I'll support you and everything. But then once I actually did it and she saw what I was doing, you know, like, she's my number one fan, you know? So yeah. it's like, I, I totally understand, you know, too with the evil eye too, because like, that's something in wrestling too, where it's just like, it's like you want to say stuff, but you got to be careful because sometimes some people, it's just like they always say, everybody that smiles in your face isn't your friend. And you can right. easily tell somebody like, hey, like I got this opportunity. And then like they'll go behind your back and be like, uh, I don't know if you should use them because of this, this and that. Even if you are, if you got a rocket on your back and like it's blasting off to Mars, it's like people will still try to, you know, knock you off of that rocket. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, it's you just have to really know 
what you have to offer, you know, and, and who right. you are. And, and it's like, just go with that. Because again, as actors, we have these thoughts all the time where I'm like, who be quiet, be quiet. But like, mm-hmm. you just have to, again, keep going despite it. Yeah. Uh, just, to, just to sum up what Banks was trying to say, I call that the crabs in the barrel. You know, just because someone else can't climb as high as you, they, the ones at the bottom want to hold you down and, you know, anchor you yeah. where they are. So mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to get out of there. Y'all let me know if you agree, especially like when I was in Virginia, I got so many naysayers. Like I was, it was just like a certain energy. Maybe it was Richmond. I don't know. No, 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 it's not. I say this all the time. Virginia (laughs) is a trash state. Yeah, it is really that's, a trash that's not state. Like that. I mean, you have no, you have trash, some you have some good things here in Virginia, but it's more you know, like there, like there are some people that are good, and there's some people that are trash. Yeah, there's just a lot of people. Pull your way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of people. It seems like that are very negative in this area. Yeah, and yeah. It's just, they want to stay small, and it's because Virginia, but it's like. There are those of us who just are able to think beyond, and that's why I just encourage you to keep doing that despite what they might say. Cause it's almost like innate in them to just have a, a retort mm-hmm. that's negative. And it's like, what's yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's um it, one thing I want to touch on while we're here is we've started, we do cons and we have our, uh, our venue table and stuff like that mm-hmm. at like for, uh, a lot of uh, Carolina cons. And I just see the difference in the clientele, like just the way people will kind of approach or more likely to approach us at in Carolina outside of Virginia cons. I, yeah, it's I just, can see that. It's like, I, can see I don't that. want to call them clientele, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like people are more uh, outgoing, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it seems like more people are just having fun. Like, in Virginia, everything seems like business to me. It's, it's hard just to get way, support here. It's hard to get yeah, support. It just seems yeah. like it's all business. That's, yeah, I totally get that. Even I mean, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's with anything here in Virginia, like music, wrestling. You know, yeah. it's just like, I, I feel like it's more of, okay, well, what can this person do for me? Compared to like what D was just saying, because I, I I can admit, like I did see that difference in North Carolina. Like people were just coming up to our table. Like we had little kids like, hey, can we be interviewed? Can we do this? Can we do that? Yeah. And Virginia, in a way, it's kind of like you got to go find, well, you know, walking around the con floor yeah. and everything like, hey, you want to be interviewed and whatnot? So yeah. it's like, so I get it, you know, from one interviewer to another, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> it's like, okay. but, but um, you know, something I wanted to piggyback off of what you had said, where you said that you want to be the lead in an uh, anime cartoon or video game. Like, what would be an anime that isn't out yet? Something that you, like a manga that you read or something that's currently out in Japan and hasn't been dubbed yet. What would be something that you would love to be the lead in and lend your voice to? Oh my gosh. Something that hasn't been dubbed yet? I don't even think I would know yet because everything I, I watch is, is subbed, but it's also dubbed. So I'm like, Right. I don't know if I'd be able to answer that one, but as far as like the type, I mean, I want it to be a shonen for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want her to be this badass girl. Like for me to, to voice <laughs> an eagle, that was like everything to me. Cause she was always like the type of character I wanted to be. I was a huge tomboy growing up. Mm-hmm. Everything my brother did is like what I wanted to do. We watched anime together, video games, all that. And so, um, Jess was like a dream come true. And so I would love to get like little elements of all my characters into this character, but I want her to be like a badass character. Uh, I want it to be iconic. I'm like, let's go big, you know? Um, Damn right. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I want to sing the theme song. Like I want to do all hey, these things. Right. She yeah, said yeah. Johnny Tsunami. Go big uh-huh. or go home. That's That's right. what I'm yeah. <laughs> I like That's that. said Johnny right. Tsunami. I was literally about to watch that the other day. Go oh, it's a classic. Hey, it's so good. It's so good. Classic holds <laughs> hey, up. Well, hey, you know, hey, since we're here right now, what's your uh top five Disney Channel original <laughs> movie? There you go. Okay, what well, is your okay, top? All right, all right. Um <laughs> If I can do three, we're good. But yeah, Johnny Tsunami. Three. Okay. Um, Xenon, Girl is 25. Uh, I was just talking about that the zoom, other day. Zoom, zoom, zoom. You make my heart go boom, boom. Oh, my oh, gosh. Um, oh, Smart House. We constantly see that. We were just talking jump, about that. The house is jumping. That's what we need to do. We need to have a, a house party and then we can recreate that scene. A smart house where they okay, would dance. Yeah, there you go. We got See, some I moves. Like party theme ideas. That's cool. Model behavior was good too. Justin Timberlake was in that. I, um, okay, I remember that movie. I remember. That. And then I, I, mm, we'll just leave it at four. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, fam- no my, famous. My Jet ultimate Jet is Brink. Girls. Brink. My ultimate is Brink. Brink. I just watched. Two girls was fire too. Hey, we, hey, we missed three LW up here, man. We missed hey, three. Hey, hey. Not, not when they threw that chicken wing at Turi though. Not y'all throw chicken wings and mashed potatoes. <laughs> Yo, real talk, man. A, a Disney Channel movie that don't uh, really get a, talked about a lot is uh, the Color of Friendship. Oh, that's like, such that a, hey, hey. I say it all the time, bro. We the Color of Friendship up here, yeah, man. Me and you. I love it. it. It's such bro, a good one. I remember when I was in elementary school, I had came home from a family reunion and The Color of Friendship was on TV. And I had wrote a report about The Color of Friendship and I got a 100 on my report. And people were like, people were just like, well, what, like, where did you hear this story from? I was just like, oh, my grandma told me about my it. Grandma it, was about told her, me it was about her and her friend when uh, they were younger. And yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, like that's what your boy does. You know, I'm good at telling stories. You know, that's what I do. <laughs> that is what that is I what do. he does. <laughs> that, that is what I do. I, hey, my my, I posted a picture earlier. Of my cousin and uh, two of my friends. They was just like, "Oh snap!" Like he was he, he wasn't lying. Like he really does have a cousin. I'm like, this is like, I'm not <laughs> lying about this stuff. But no. So now you know, since we were talking about you know miraculous, and you were talking about Jess, like, how was it auditioning for that role and then getting it and then being a part of the Miraculous team? Because we've interviewed a lot of voice actors that have lent their voices to Miraculous. And it is an amazing show. It's been on for years. And I feel like it's like it's one of those shows where it's like the who's who's of voice acting is up there. So, like, how was that? It, it was one of the most memorable moments of my career. So um, auditioning for it. You know that TikTok that's been going around where like, be delusional, be delusional. Yeah. I don't know if y'all seen that, nah, but um, it's so imp- okay. Well, there's like this TikTok where she's like, be delusional. Just t- when you have a delusional mindset, it's like, you know, think you're, think you're hot, you know, think right, you're, right. think you're everything, right. Think you're number one um, because it's so important. And so when I got the auditions, first of all, I was like shocked, like, oh my gosh, I have auditions for Miraculous. And I knew my nieces watched the show. So that was exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they give you... Um, a little snippet of the original in French so that you can at least hear the voice. Um, but it wasn't for all of the characters, right? Yeah. And so they didn't have any pictures. I didn't know what she looked like. They just gave specs or specifications on how the character is, their age, a little bit about them. So you kind of just have to wing it. 
I auditioned for like five characters. I, I believed in myself. Typically, like, you know, with auditions, sometimes you don't have time to audition for five characters, but this was like my first huge audition. And I didn't even know that it was on Disney. So this is where I was like completely oblivious. And, um, I auditioned, I got it in within two days. And then, um, I did not find out that I got the role until like two and a half weeks later, depending on the medium, like anime, you'll know within a couple days, if you got the role and then, um, anything else like video games, maybe a week or so it just, some timelines vary, but, um, yeah, I it, it was unexpected. Someone had broken into my car that day. So I was already stressed out. Yeah. Nothing was broken or stolen because I keep it pretty clean, but it was still annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so then to get it, it was just such a shock. Like I couldn't look at it for a second. And then I was like, let me like, clear my eyes. And then lo and behold, they're like, congratulations. You, you know, are in this special, but they didn't say which role. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Which role? They're like, okay, you're going to be Jess Eagle. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. So then they send you the script like a couple days later. So of course I'm checking to see how many lines I have. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, wait, she's kind of a big character. I was like, wait, she has the miraculous, like this is wild. And um, it's, it's funny too, because um, even after I auditioned, I binged the entire show, not knowing if I was going to book it or not, but I was like, let's just get into it. I became a, a fan of the show and um, to know how huge it is. I mean, the fan base is, literally the most loving fan base ever they go hard mm-hmm. like it's it's incredible they're so welcoming and um i'm honored to be part of the miraculous family so to work sorry to work with them um it was awesome you know i already kind of was familiar with the voice director ezra he's the voice director of a miraculous um it didn't take too long you know it's a movie so it's not like you need a whole bunch of sessions to, to wrap it up but um it was just amazing my whole mindset going into it like i prayed it was golden hour, so the sun was shining. I had a perfect parking space. And I was just like, God, it's hard to find parking out here. <clears throat> but I was like, God, you know, just let, let this session go well, you know. But most of all, like, whether they like the voice or not, let them like the character. I could have had a character that nobody liked. I could have had a character right. where maybe yep. they hated her voice. But, like, for them to show me so much love, you know, that was that was everything. And it was completely miraculous. This is my first mm-hmm. animation project Ever. And I was almost okay. embarrassed to say that at, at the moment because I was like, I'm kind of the new kid on the block, even though I've been doing this for a while. Right. But as far as animation, I'm like, everyone else has so much more experience. And I was like, Jamie, you got this. Like, you're good. And um, again, it's just it's miraculous. And I'm so proud of it. That's right. Hey, both Hell my daughters, yeah. they're huge fans and they oh, they in bed God. right now watching Miraculous. And when I told <laughs> them that. Hey, I, I let them know. Daddy gonna be talking to Eagle tonight, and they yeah, like, do the same thing, Travis. <laughs> right. huh? so, you know, hey, I'm looking cool once again. There you uh-huh, go. Cool Show them that. I said hi as well. I, I will. So yeah, so you know, being on Miraculous and you know working with all of those people and everything, like you were saying, you know, I always think that it's cool when it's just like you said. It's just like I'm here. I got this. It's all about believing in yourself, and yep. it's like, uh, like I said earlier. You know, when you speak stuff into existence and like that stuff comes true and whatnot. And, you know, to see some of the other projects that you worked on, like you've done stuff on Bratz and then Rainbow High. Like, though, and, you know, it was when we had, uh, I'm mad I can't remember her name um, that we had interviewed. Uh, Trav, who was it that was on uh, Rainbow High? I'm mad I can't remember her name. Ira? No, it starts with no. an S. Shara. There Shara. we go. Shara. Yes. Yeah, 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 Shara. There you go. 
But I mean, because it's like when we interviewed her, I didn't know that Rainbow High and Rats were pretty much created by the same people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to, you know, work on those projects and like to see like their growth over the years, like how how is it being a part of that team? It's amazing. I literally, I remember like seeing Bratz for the first time when I was a kid. And yeah. at the time I was like, oh, they too grown for me. You know, I was a tomboy. <laughs> I was like, I can do Beanie Babies. I had a Vegeta action figure. Hell but yeah. um, Bratz dolls, I wasn't quite as into that, but I knew what it was. I knew about the movies and all that as well. Right. Um, I would even sometimes catch a show. But um, when I got that as well, that was a, a huge shock. They didn't even call it Talking Bratz. They called it something else. Like it was like an alias name. So yeah, I had yeah, yeah. no idea that I was auditioning for Bratz. So when I got the email that was like, oh, talking Bratz, I was like, huh? <laughs> so that's when I was like, wait a minute, I'm a Bratz. So like, what? Like it was insane. And um, that's one of the things that still takes time for me to like, you know, just let it marinate because, you know, I see Bratz references almost every day. You know, right. some will like make a caption like, oh, I look like a Bratz doll. It's like people are still like Bratz has a huge impact even to this day. And, you know, I know that more things are coming out with Bratz, but to have a doll is like I never I always wanted my own merchandise and my own character. You know, I wanted to hold it physically. Um, but to have a doll is is again a dream come true um and two dolls at that so i'm like okay let's well maybe we'll rack up but um yeah rainbow high that came out when i say like 2020 basically but my season um that just came out recently it's it's been amazing um paris hilton was in my episode like that's crazy it's like there's (laughs) always something that i can take from each moment that was like that's that just made it this yeah. much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, you know, season two is coming on Netflix soon for Rainbow High. So it's like Disney, Netflix, like these are milestones for myself. Um, it, it, it's just amazing. Hey, hey, look, now we got to get you on Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. It's I love really it. bound to happen. It's bound I, to love, happen. I love the fact that you're taking the time to appreciate your moments on your journey. A lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. some people just do it. And we'll just treat it like, you know, this is work, this is work. But it seems like you genuinely enjoy your journey. So I do, and it, but it's like I, ha- I have to find it in something because, yeah. you know, um, it's very easy to, like, let's say after Miraculous, when I say I was still laser focused because I'm like, I had no agent um, and I was still the new kid on the block. So I'm like, how am I going to make these connections and, you know, do all these things? And some people were still saying no. And I'm like, you're saying no to me? <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. Like, did you hear the demo? But it's it's always going to be something, right? But I'm yeah. with a great agent. I got an agent less than a year later. I became yeah. SAG eligible. Like, I could join SAG right now, but I'm like, I'm waiting for that perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm very open about that because it's like this is the typical journey of a voice of, of an actor. Period. Right. And so I want people to know, like, this you're on that journey with me, and I think that's beautiful when you can see, like, oh, I remember when they were here and now they're up here and um you know people get to witness that journey with me but yeah i have to take the time because um it was hard like after miraculous i was like what if i don't book anything else you don't want to have that mindset then what if i don't book anything else and it's like you just have to appreciate everything that you are booking because there are some Mm -hmm. people who kill to be where you are yeah the fact that i went to la to do this and it's actually happening i i would be ignorant to not appreciate Mm. each win that's it now something i wanted to ask you because you know you mentioned earlier you know you were playing video games with your brother and stuff you know growing up being a tomboy 
what were some of your favorite video games that you enjoyed playing growing up? And what are some of your favorite video games that you enjoy playing now? If when you do have time to play them, because I know, you yeah. know, being out there in LA is very busy. It is busy. Um, but see, you know what? I would say my love for video games has been rekindled now in my adult years, especially as a voice actor, because of the auditions I get. And I'm like, oh, that's exciting. Or I heard about this game or, oh, I want this game to come out. So I get excited about uh, different things. And, you know, but it's like you can't get too excited because you'll get your hopes up. I've cried over some things I thought were for me that were not. But you can't be a hater. And I, I made sure that I wasn't. And that's a whole nother story. But um, <laughs> um, but as far as video games that I grew up on, this is like back to PlayStation 1. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is embarrassing, right? But I will say, like, there was a gap where I didn't play video games because I just say school growing up, I didn't have as much time, or I didn't did I have the money for a console, but um I was into like Tekken. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Whoa. My characters were like Eddie and Haihachi. Oh, mm-hmm. Um what else? I also liked um Guitar Hero for the time being. Like that was more fun, just to kind okay. of pass time. Um, but can you, see, can you see how like dated my video games are? I, and, I, well, no, I mean, they're not dated because we're all the same age. So yeah, we're I mean, all the same age. When I talk to like directors and stuff, they're like, oh, so like what other video games? So I'll tell them like the same story. And I'm like, I'm getting back into it. Kind of like I just started watching One Piece. Like I'm like, I'm just taking my time. Um, but there back. are some things that I've seen where I'm like, that's, that's dope. Um, like, I'd yeah. love to be in Call of Duty. I would love to be in Final Fantasy. I would love to be in um, Saints Row. Like, I want to be in hey. all of them. Hey, you know? so I, I pay attention now more to it. But I think mm-hmm. voice acting is what definitely refueled it for me. Um, I would love to be in Genshin Impact. I play Genshin Impact. Um, and Great game. One of my favorites. <laughs> it's great, right? Um, and I'll just yeah. leave it at that. But yeah, I, it's it's slowly but surely like starting to come back up but i'm not going to sit here and act like i was a huge 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 video game fan because i'm like yeah. it's, i'm starting to rekindle it and my goal is to get a ps5 when i can find one uh, that's <laughs> a lot of people yeah, well, by, by the time you get a ps5 the ps6 will be out yeah i mean like i guess that's i just find an xbox too my friend was like get an xbox instead but i was like i really want the ps5 so we'll see, but I've been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, what you got the Wolverine game coming out? You got Spider Man too. I There's mean, so many things coming out. Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, that one's Saints coming Row. out. New God of War coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew, so it's overwhelming. I'm, you know, one day, one day, and I do, I do have some other things coming out, like video game wise, that I can't talk about. But ideally, I want to uh, do more in video games where I get a lead role or where I have a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, one thing I wanted to touch on a while since you touched on or brought it up is uh, Genshin Impact. I play it a lot as well. And you, you, you know, you play as well. And um, one thing I can say is or hope is that you can uh, you can reel that one in because they are constantly adding to the game. Like, yeah, they're constantly. I'm, I'm adding, hopeful. So. Yeah, I'm I mean, hopeful. I, I have a good feeling about it, um, but like I'm starting to see the audition. So I at least yeah. I can that. Um, you know, but I don't think I've booked them just yet. But, you know, when I see more, let's Keep see what going. happens. Let's see because, what happens. Um, a couple of our, uh, as Banks likes to say, go, you want to plug them, Banks? A couple right. of our uh, our past guests, uh, Kira Buckland and Laura Post. Laura Post, just, yeah. Just got picked up as the two new characters that they, mm-hmm. they released wow. in the 2.5 uh, patch. 
So, yeah. I haven't even made it that far, but when I do, and, and see, oh, here's, yeah. here's the thing too, like um, Jenny Yokobori, she's great too. She's mm. uh, Homia. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So she was in the, the last up, uh, update. So yeah, yep. it, it's amazing. And I, I hope to join Genshin Impact. It's a beautiful game. Yeah. That's what I always tell people. It's a beautiful. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you mm-hmm. know, it seems like whenever somebody comes up here on leveling up with Benjamin Banks, <laughs> They always end up in Genshin Impact. Yeah, either so, they're I mean, there or they end up in there. Well, yeah. you know, <laughs> good luck. Guys, just hey, just know, uh, you know, we got a lot of pull in the voice acting community, you know. <laughs> what you say, Travis? I just said this guy. You know, you know what guy. I do. I'm just shaking my head. Him and, and his you know. breadsticks. You, know. and, you never know. Uh, you never know. I do, yeah, I do, know. People, I do owe people some breadsticks. But uh, Travis, were you about to ask a question? I actually wanted to bring up something that was completely different. If um, okay, go ahead. We're good to shift. So I just recently, yeah, yeah, we're good to shift. I'm shifting, man. Mm-hmm. And recently, I've been really getting into the story podcast because we reviewed this show on Netflix called Archive Eighty One. Mm-hmm. And once I realized that it was like a podcast, but it's like a storytelling podcast. So it's like you're listening to a movie. I just mm-hmm. really started diving in, and you got the new Batman. That's out now on Spotify with uh, the homie from Black Panther as Batman. And Ooh. I've seen um, they're do- starting to do like the visual story stuff like HBO Max uploaded some of the Batman visual stories. And yeah. I had seen that, you know, you were doing Sword Princess. Um, I'm at Almaty. Is that how you say it? Almatia. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to kind of talk about that and what these visual stories are for some of the listeners that may not even know what that is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a different avenue of voiceover mm-hmm. that I was also introduced to recently. Um, but sort of princess Amatia, it's like a, I would say it's, it's, it was originally a manga and then they created it into like a more of a motion um, video game that people could uh, interact with. So it's it, more interactive. Yeah. Um, and so what I've seen just with these podcasts, especially like visually, they're doing so much. I mean, they have mm-hmm. everything from adventure to like magical creatures and warlocks, like the whole bit. And I've auditioned for some of them, but um, they're just getting really creative. And I, I think it's pretty dope. But um, as far as myself, like with Sword Princess Amatia, who did I play? Brit- Britannia, who was like this rich black woman. And she's mm-hmm. treating this, uh, this other woman as if she's the slave, like it was, it was crazy. Um, but she's rich and pompous. And that was a dope character to play too. And it's a different Avenue because I think sometimes as a voice actor, sometimes you think the only good work is like the stuff that's on networks and video games, mm-hmm. but there's so much more. And I just encourage people to really branch out and, and try those different avenues, do the motion comics. I just, uh, recorded for one a little while ago um do the do the indie films do the stuff that's on youtube as well because you never know rainbow high was originally only on youtube and then it went to yep. netflix so that's why it's like do the smaller projects do the motion comics do the the visual podcast all of it you never and, know and even some of the know. youtube shows um what's that it starts with a h it's called something hotel but it's strictly Pass, is it hotel. Pass? yeah there we go yeah there it's it is so and Stuff like, I mean, we're talking about millions and millions of views, maybe even more than that would get on a network. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So 
people shouldn't discredit and anything that <laughs> is just getting put on YouTube because it's not. We're not 20 years ago, bro. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be on cable network to be yeah, successful you, anymore. You, you get your stuff where you get your stuff. You nowadays. get your stuff where you get your stuff, dude. Damn right. Hey, like the belts what, on the hey, corner. Hey, just like sliding. You know, some people hey. slide. Hey, hey, some people miss and some people slide. You that's know right. Saying? And that's how, keep sliding. Keep sliding. So, and Hasbun Hotel has gotten crazy because when I first saw it, it had like 53 million and it had just been posted two months prior. Mm -hmm. And I was just like one of their music videos. So, you know, for those creators, like this is before they had, you know, booked, um, you know, a network, but Mm -hmm. it's just incredible to see the growth and we got to witness that. So, So now something I wanted to touch on because you had mentioned the character that you played in the game was, uh, you know, black and then the characters that you have voiced have been black and i just want to ask you like how do you feel about the you know rising of representation that we're seeing in the voice acting community it's about time (laughs) and we still have some work to do you know Mm -hmm. for sure but it's about time because even the things with family guy right like where some of the voice actors were you know kind of doing their own thing um and Mm -hmm. dropping out from doing uh certain characters that they have been doing for years and years um, it's like, there's that drama of like, should they let it go or not? I mean, if you've been doing it for already, it's like, honestly, just keep it. That's in my opinion. Yeah. But I respect the fact that they're willing to step down. I really do because representation is so important. How can anybody think that, oh, I can do this if they don't see it or hear it? Yeah. A lot of voice actors, especially uh, black voice actors, our heroes are Phil Lamar, Deborah Wilson, Cree Summer. Yeah. But yeah. we need more, right? And they're iconic. Right, right. Yeah, but we yeah, also yeah. need more. And here's the other thing about them too. They also did on camera. See, right. I'm still trying to do, I'm doing on camera, but I'm like, I want to do more on camera network um, gigs as well. So it doesn't just stop with VO, but it's like, that's what's so iconic about Deborah and Cree and Cedric Yarbrough. Like they've been on TV, like they are really about it. And so yeah. I'm going to be there as well. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just amazing. <laughs> We'll get there. And it's crazy because you say that about how, you know, Cedric and Deborah, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is another one. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, these these voice actors, because growing up, it's just like they pretty much lent their voice to any character that was black in a cartoon. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, that's really why. It's like, we always heard Cree, but it's like, I like that. I liked being able to recognize her voice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, isn't that Freddie from A Different World? You know, like, I liked uh, being able to to pinpoint that. And as iconic as they are, I like that there is a new wave of uh, black voice actors coming in and, and mm-hmm. other people of color as well. But um, it's still needed more. Like, there are still moments where you will see someone who you know, might not be that particular um, race or ethnicity, but they're playing the part or they're still playing the part. And so it's like, you know, what can you do? You can't force people to do something. Yeah, I agree. Hey, this is coming from somebody outside looking in, you know, being obviously I'm white, you know what I mean? So I didn't know. (laughs) <laughs> outside what I'm super I'm I'm super I'm super I'm super in the film and I had seen an interview with Denzel and he was talking about Scorsese was supposed to do Schindler's List but mm. um Steven Spielberg did it and if you know anything about Schindler's List it's it's a Jewish film and yeah. 
Spielberg is Jewish and Scorsese is not. And Denzel was talking, if Scorsese does that movie, it's not the same movie. And that's why black directors have to do black movies. Yeah. Because as, as me, I he, he said something like, and I'm I'm obviously going to butcher a little bit because I am white. But he <laughs> said something like, I can't relate to waking up with like the hot comb on the stove and doing your hair and stuff like that. These are things right. that I can't relate to because yeah. I didn't grow up in the household with it being prime. And that's just scary, yeah. man. You know what I mean? So yeah, and when Denzel made these points, that's what I was saying, man. If you ask a bunch of white people who were their influences coming up, you could get 30,000 different people. But it Damn. seems like when you're asking people of color our age who their influences are, they're going to have the same five, six, seven people yeah. because yeah. it was so limited. And it just yep. – hopefully for our, the kids coming up, they won't have just five people to pick from. They'll have yeah. 30,000. There's so many – yeah, so many voice actors now that are out there. I mean, like, because I know um, I was watching uh, Coraco's Basketball, mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> I was watching Coraco, it, and then, man. like, I just heard a voice, and – I was just like, oh, snap. Like, that's Cedric L. Williams, who we interviewed. Right. Who is now the oral. face of Nick Jr. Uh, yeah, you, I'm so <laughs> proud of him. He's also my Leary. He's, um, for my uh, character, he plays the bird. He plays my um, my Kwame. <laughs> I don't oh, know that's okay. pretty dope. Yeah, so like, um, when I say Leary, Wings of Liberty, and I transform, he's Leary. So that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that's pretty he's sweet. now the, the face. So he's wow. the I, face. I was like, Black mm-hmm. excellence. Like, that is mm-hmm. so incredible. Yeah. I love the face growing mm-hmm. up. So Yeah, yeah. you can... You can listen or you can watch his episode. It is up here on our YouTube. Or and he can, came uh, up here know, and reviewed Chucky with us. You he know, reviewed the, Chucky the, with the us, too. Yeah, Cedric's us, an so. awesome person. And, you know, it's just, I, I love when you're watching something and he's just like, hey, I, I know that voice. I know that you know voice. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and see, Jamie, that's what's going to happen to you. I'm going to be watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure one day. I'm like, I don't know who that <laughs> Playing is. Playing Genshin. That we waiting on that Genshin. Yeah, 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 I'm waiting on that Genshin. That's voice, though? It's happening. Oh, What's gonna guys. happen is like, I'm gonna be watching the next My Hair Academia movie, and it's gonna be All Might, and then Jamie is gonna be the the, the lead. Like you're gonna be yes. just like uh, when we interviewed uh, Ryan Levy. Yeah, Ryan Levy. You know, yeah. uh-huh. hey, Rody Soul, and it's just like Rody you're gonna Soul. be you're gonna be the lead supporting character up there working with that. It's, it's gonna we, happen. It's gonna happen. You just yeah. ne- you never know where life is gonna take you at, man. So that's right. Uh, the ne- the question I have for you next is. You know, when you're not voice acting, like, what are some of your hobbies that you're into? Yeah, that's good. Um, so, I mean, I do a little bit of everything. I like to cook. I like. I I don't know if y'all seen any of my stuff, but I, I cook a bean dish. Um, yeah, I throw yeah. down in the kitchen, and I take pride in that because although it's a basic skill, like I really throw down. So uh, I cook. Um, I like to hang out, go to the beach. You know, out here in California, they're always here yoga like as far as working out yoga hiking things like that i'm with my dogs um give them a shout out what's the name oh yeah yeah so um i have a dog named trunks named (laughs) after kid trunks specifically Uh, (laughs) we know yeah because yeah so trunks and then um i have a new puppy who i literally just got a couple weeks ago um which is another boy i was worried about them being two boys but they are getting along so well um his name like is Goten? no i uh. thought about it i thought about him Goten, <laughs> but i was like nah so i was like i like the name boss or i'll call him bossy like mm-hmm. I was just like, okay wake up boss like i like that so i'm gonna say right. i'm bossy uh-huh. yeah uh, but yeah other than that, those, are my, those are my dogs my, my, my boys 
Like and we, yeah. and we heard them a little bit earlier. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they, they trying yeah. to make a cameo up here on the podcast. They were. I think it's not your time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but um, but you know, we're we're here at the end of the interview, and you know, when we get here, D he always has his final questions that he loves to ask before we wrap this thing on up. So D, I pass the ball to you. The floor Got is it, yours, Captain. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so first question. Favorite 80s or 90s movie or both? Okay, I'll try. I'll try. There's so many things that came out in the 80s. Matter of fact, why don't you give us your top 10 uh, 80s and 90s movies? Go ahead. Give us your top 10. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) One and one if you got it. Yeah, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Because there's so many movies that came out in the 80s. So I'll do my best. Okay, if it's like sci-fi, I'm going to say The Fly. Mm. Go the fly um, with the oh, yeah, okay, you, know, you know about the fly? Yeah, the mm-hmm. fly. Yeah, it was just like, whoa, it was, I was yeah. just enamored by it. That was eighty. Crazy. Um, hmm. Okay, and then nineties. Dang, like that's the thing. I'm like, I gotta. <laughs> I'm the type of person I have to like write down stuff because I'll forget. Like, there's just so many nineties movies, man. Yep. And I already gave a lot of animation, lot. so I would have to choose real people. Mm-hmm. Hmm, like human beings. Let's what was see. the first movie that came to mind when you thought about it? When what was I the first I, thing to pop in, thought about it, I, I thought of a lot of stuff with uh, Robin Williams, like yeah. Mrs. Malfire and Jack. Oh, yeah. Flubber, like, well, Flubber might be two thousand. Flubber might be two thousand. No, Flubber was like I think ninety. Late nineties. Flubber. I didn't like Flubber. Was like ninety eight. I want to say ninety eight. Flubber was on the ninety seven. Flubber came out ninety seven. Seven. Okay. Um, man, there's so many good ones. <laughs> this is hard. Um, 90s. Yeah, and I feel like also the 90s, I was watching mostly stuff that was cartoons anyway because I was a kid. Mm, so right. I'll just keep it with Robin Williams. It's like, who it just makes it easy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anything with Robin Williams is good. Any Anything with Will Smith, although, you know, he's a little questionable right now. Um, yeah, right, <laughs> questionable. Hey, man, we still support Big Willie, man. Nah, hey, come on, my hey. man's just going through a rough time right yeah, now. Yeah, man. Nah, hey, well, he got to clear his name. Hey, I still got uh, Big Willie's CD. You know what I'm saying? That was a classic time. I, yeah, but um, I'll just okay. leave it. I'll leave it. At, I'll leave it at okay, that. I like those. Oh, hey, hey, go ahead and say well, Wild Wild West. Go, let's go <laughs> with that. I was uh, gonna say this, you know, I'd probably say like Bad Boys, Independence Day, Men in Black. You know, he had a lot of classics. He just he just he messed did. up. Like he just messed up real bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, and and you know, since, since we're here, I just feel like you know some of our favorite actors that we grew up watching. It's like they kind of reached that point where it's like they weren't making classics anymore, if that makes any sense. Because I feel like Eddie Murphy went through that. Uh, I was just talking, it was Eddie Murphy. Oh, Ed, Eddie, move, Ed, Eddie, movie. Eddie Murphy stopped making movies like that because he had kids and didn't want to make those kind of movies. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like The Nutty Professor and The Clumps, like those were good movies, but I'm talking about like when he came out with Pluto Nash. That's just, what I, like, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, that movie, yeah. That. <laughs> you know like, what I'm saying? Like, about Pluto down, Nash. like, uh, what was it on Daddy Daycare? That was like the last, some of the last few good ones, but those are like all yeah, the that was that was pretty last, good. Hey, last Zoe loves Daddy Daycare, though. But then he yeah. came out with Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I think, was it was it Meet Dave or? It was so, like like I enjoyed yeah. Norbit, even though a lot of people didn't like nah, Norbit. Norbit but sucks, I, I feel like you know, like a lot of those actors, like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I liked Arnold him Sports. in uh, one of his last movies, uh, The Golden Child. It's one of my favorites. Oh, he but he's incredible in Dreamgirls. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Two thousand six. You know, he's incredible in Dreamgirls. Yeah, uh, Tower Heist was was pretty good. You know, I mean, The Haunted Mansion with Raven Simone. Uh, I didn't classic. Play. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, the stuff that he just had that came out on uh, on Netflix, like Dolomite is my name. And uh, oh, and, you know, the oh, Amazon yeah. Prime coming to America. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. Coming to uh, America. Yeah. Too. I tried yeah. To- See, those are, those like are it gimmies. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It's but I'm talking about I'm talking about like that, that late 90s, early 2000s. I just feel like a bunch of actors kind of. You know, Changing in the guard, man. Yeah, I mean, because like Will Smith, like he had really good movies like in the nineties, but then it's like when it started again towards like the early two thousands, it was just like. Eh. Yeah, I would I would say like after two thousand five or two thousand seven, that's when it stopped. Because remember, he had like Pursuit of Happiness, and I yeah. love Pursuit of Happiness. You know, oh yeah, that is such a good. Movie. He should have won an Oscar for that. I don't know why he didn't. Yeah, right, but it was like after, after that, it kind of went down, especially with his son and. You know, then making movies together. Um, <laughs> yeah. who else? We don't talk uh, about After <laughs> Earth, okay? After <laughs> Earth. What was that? What was that one movie? Gemini Man. Uh, yeah, something. Uh, oh, well, he did something with uh, that was on Netflix with like the the cop. Oh, and, right. Um, yeah. Right. Right. That was, that was okay. Yeah, that was, that was all right. Bad. Chris yeah. Tucker. He kind of just like fell off a little bit. Like, yeah. It's just like he didn't make the same things. But I think life, life right. just yeah. people they get tired. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Hey, when yep. you said life, I thought you was talking about the movie Life because that's which a is classic. a classic. Right, yeah. Daddy. Hey, but, um, if one of his banks no, likes right. the likes to meme that movie. We're, I do like, <laughs> like one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> like, like my tag partner, he hates it whenever I bring up the part where uh, Martin, where uh, he 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 smelled that pie Hi. and he ran oh. across the field to get it, and they were shooting at him. And my ta- he's just like, "Why do you like that scene so much?" I was like, "Because, <laughs> man." It's just like when he stuck his hand in that pie and then he started eating. He's like, oh, like I felt that. I, I don't know why. But that, no, no, life it's, is it's a, a good movie. It's sad, but it's good. Yeah, uh, hey, we, need, yeah we, need to, we need to recreate, uh, we need to do a parody. And Dean, uh, we me and you, we can, we can walk into the. I, if uh, we're going to not, if we're going to do it, we, it's got to be the scene at the end where we're close to the end when they were sitting on the bed. And he was like, Ray, what are you mm-hmm. looking at? Yeah. And he just got, he was just <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> I want to do the scene where it's just like, you know, we're talking about the boom, boom room. And then all of a sudden, the Trav come up in there. Like, Trav is the bus boy. You know, oh. we all having a good time, tearing <laughs> it up. Mm-hmm. Jesus, what is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to touch on, you mentioned life happens, basically, Miss Gray. Is that, you know, it's important to also know when, you know, when it's time to hang it up. You know, mm-hmm. it's something that comes up in sports a lot especially in not necessarily entertainment. I guess it's still entertainment in a way, but people don't know when to quit. And then they just kind of tarnish their reputation. It's not perceived, I don't think, the same way in like acting, but it's like, it's noticeable to us as fans. Right. When you stop making good things, like, so. Yeah. Or like when they're phoning it yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just hang it There's up. so many good things in that, like so many things in just that itself, because especially with social media, yeah, we do so much just to keep our brand up. So it's like if I don't post for a while, which I do take my time, <laughs> I have a life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like you know you don't want people to uh, think that they don't know you or right. think that you're not doing anything, you know. And that's why there's just always this constant pressure. Yeah. But uh, as far as like knowing when to let it go, you have to ask yourself, you know, the hard questions. And yeah. facing ourselves is probably like the hardest thing to do anyway. Sometimes I don't want to face myself. Sometimes yeah. I just want to float you know and then and then think well, about hold on be careful when you say that yeah, oh, yeah, not, not, 
Not not flow, but I don't want to flow, but I just want to like chill. I should say hey, that. Okay, there you go. Hey, yeah, hey, 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 Pennywise too. will come out. Pennywise will snatch you on up. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh no, no, no. That See? Red balloon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that float like that. But where you just want to chill and, and then you have to get that focus back and get that energy back. So I feel that. Um, but you ask yourself the hard questions like, is it worth it? Am I happy? Do I have mm-hmm. time for this? Can I pause? Sometimes you have to let it go, but you just need to take a break. Yeah, exactly. so just ask yourself the hard questions and, you know, you know, hopefully you have like a good support team or system or one that you can build because not everybody has that either. Yeah, that's, yeah, true. that's true. It makes it tougher. Yeah. Because yeah. um, then it feels like everything is literally on your shoulders. Yep. Exactly. Second and final question. Yeah, we snowball up here a lot because yeah, he asked you a question and I, I don't even know how we got to everything else. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> Second and final question. Uh Growing up, was there anything that spooked you, scared you, stayed with you? Whether it was a creepy lullaby, creepy dolls at your grandparents' house, <laughs> you know, a creepy guy who used to cut the grass next door, <laughs> the guy on friendly the neighborhood mailman, you know, uh, something. Whoa, take man. it easy. You know, anything. I mean, I had a couple things <laughs> that kind of scared me. There was like this doll that used to be. It was like a hand-me-down doll. I never had like fresh dolls, okay? Right. Just dolls that people would give us. And it was like a, a larger doll and she would just sit beside my bed, but it was so creepy because she would just be smiling like this. Looking like a Snapchat filter. It was so scary. So whenever I have friends come over to sleep over, I'd be like, so you can sleep on that side. They're like, I don't want to sleep on that side. I'm like, you got to, because I'm not sleeping right. on that side. Yeah. I was too scared to like pick the doll up. I don't even know what brand that was, but it was like an off brand. Anyway, mm-hmm. another thing though is I think I mentioned Ursula earlier. I was mm-hmm. really scared of Ursula, but that's how you know Pat Carroll played the hell out of that For role. Sure. Because it's she really scared me. I was like, if you say Ursula three times, I was <laughs> that she was gonna pull up. Go pull up all you Birdman style. But her and then also um Candyman and Beetlejuice. That's what I just uh-huh. said. Can- mm. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Don't say it three times. I was convinced. Like I was like, don't. But now I'm like, yeah. eh, whatever. But Candyman, I'm like, I actually don't say it. <laughs> no, I, I, hold on. Be careful because you are looking at a camera and you didn't already said it twice. Yeah, said, said it oh, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gonna come out and get you. Hey, hey, look, when that movie came out, and because I, I had one with my boy Will, and I was just like, bro, like Candyman still has you know, a lock on the black community. You know? Like yeah. people are still afraid. Like when I told, and I don't want to say his name because I didn't already said it like two or three times, but when I told my cousin what I was going to go see, she was just like, I don't even understand why you're going to go see that movie. And, and she's <laughs> old. Like this is like one of my older why cousins. Why would you put yourself her. through this? And, yeah, yeah. Because you, you you know how older black people are. Like when it comes to like spiritual stuff and all that stuff, like they don't, they, they don't mess with that type of uh, stuff. We know oh, how you are too. Oh, yeah, we know sure. how you are. Like when I was a, water when I was a kid, my cousin used to tell me he was just like, Yeah, like Candyman had came and paid him a visit. Hey, and, you said and, it one too many times, bro. I know, yeah, man. What do you think what what do you think would happen if C Man, uh, Beetlejuice, and C-Man. Bloody Mary, you say their names at the same time and they're all in the room together? Who do you think would win? Oh my Beetlejuice god! Is kind of a clown. I'm not sticking around bit. to find out. You know? yeah, right, I'm yeah. find out. But you know what? I feel like it would be Candyman would come up first because he's already there usually pretty quick, and okay. I feel like he would want to kill you first. Beetlejuice, he might take his time. You know, he was kind of lazy. And then yeah. Bloody Mary, I feel like she's more of like that uh theory, uh that whole like myth. So I'm not quite sure, but yeah, yeah, I feel like Candyman. He he got Very that. similar to Candyman. 
Bloody yeah, Mary yeah. can kind of same mythos. But no, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, we snowballed again. No, go ahead. That was uh no, Miss Jenny. Then we got the dolls, uh, yeah. the creepy dolls. Yeah, we got the dolls. They come yeah. to get you at the sleepover. Great answer as usual. And yeah, uh-huh. now you're a doll. Love those That's right. That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that being said, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. You are an awesome guest. And uh, before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. Of course, you guys, you can find me on social media on uh, Twitter at It's Jamie Gray, but you got to spell it right. J-A-I-M-I. My parents were trying to be different, just... <laughs> uh, but it's also at It's Jamie Gray on TikTok. So you can find me on there. And then on Instagram, it's at Jamie Gray, just Jamie Gray, J-A-I-M-I-G-R-A-Y. And yeah, check check me out. Check me out. Hell yeah. Guys, right. we did it again. Yeah, yeah. I beat it. We I wasn't going with that. I know you and Trav have your little uh, rivalry, but little uh, I was going to you know say, what, I need one Trav, of our guests. Trav, hey, look. We family up here, like your boy Van Diesel, just like in the right. uh, Chippendale movie. He Take was it in. easy. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I just need one of our guests when they leave to go with this one. All right. <laughs> I need, I just, need one. Transmission. just one. Just one. Please. Well, well, hey, look, man, you know, hopefully uh, one day, since you just put it in the ether, you know, Maybe. somebody might do it. I hey. mean, well, I mean, I, I guess you can say uh, hey, Rodney Barnes did it to you guys. All right, let's go. Let's move on, man. What, what are we doing? This guy. Don't, hey, Trav, tell, hey, right here. Hit him with this. Don't talk about what you don't know, Playboy. Hey, don't talk about it. Be about hey, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't talk about what you want. Hey, while you standing there, we sliding, baby. Mm, oh, that fire, that wow, that sliding. fire starter got uh, 11% on Peacock. He said what? God. That fire starter got 11%? Oh, it, it, it's lucky it got that. It's god awful. Do you, you need god-awful. to go watch men. Man, they hate, they hate on my movie men right just, now, bro. They ragging hey, on my movie men. Tra- hey, Trav, Trav is the only one that likes men. You know what I'm saying? But me and James, mm-hmm. we, we, yeah, me and James, we were watching men, and you know, we weren't really fans of them. But Trav, he loves men though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I don't know. Shout out to Alex Garland. I'm just here. I'm just sure. I'm, I'm the third guy. But uh, anyway, yeah, y'all, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Y'all make sure that y'all go and follow Jamie on all of her social media mm-hmm. accounts. And after you listen to this episode, tweet her or send her tweet a message her. on her Instagram and be like, hey, I listened to the episode. You're awesome. I'm a new fan. And, uh, you know, show her some love and support. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, Trav, let them know where they can find you at a social media line. Hey, that's right. You know I'm on the Instagram at ZK Audio. And you can also find me on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K, where I'm also on Letterbox ranking and rating my daily movie watches. And your boy just wrapped up a movie with the legendary James and my sister Mandy. A banquet. I recommend check it out. It's on Shutter. Three out of five stars. And D, my man. No, 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 no. No, just kidding. Yeah. Golden trap. Uh, right. Golden trap. Mm-hmm. You can find me as always at uh, rebellious double underscore D23 at Instagram.com. Hey, hey, wait, 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 whoa, whoa. And if you need to hear out there in the streets, if you, I mean, you need a belt, I guess, question mark? Or, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, where can they find that hero at? Hey, you can find me your hero, Benjamin Banks, at KingBenji underscore Banks. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. 
please make sure that you go and follow all the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube. We are almost at a thousand subscribers and it is at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We also have a Patreon where if you're feeling, uh, you know, generous and would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks. And uh, thank you to all our patrons who do donate to us because you help us keep socks on our feet uh, during this hot summer uh, weather that we have here in Virginia. So with that being said, keep that pinky up. Stay positive. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace. <laughs>